0: What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. And I'm Steve. And this is Black Series Rebels, episode 64, and do we have a show for you. We actually talk about Star Wars this week, buddy. <laughs> Holy
1: smokes, man. <laughs> like, we really talk about Star Wars this week. I know,
0: and if you guys are new to the show, we are a show that technically should be talking about Star Wars, Usually talks about snacks and old vintage candy and cereal and fast food promotions.
1: But we like to say we're a weekly YouTube Star Wars talk show where we break down the week's news in Star Wars. Maybe interview a celebrity guest. Maybe review some toys. Tangent about snacks. Maybe do some giveaways.
0: And if you're into it, because I've been watching a lot more YouTube lately, I've learned that you're supposed to say, be sure to subscribe to our channel, maybe like this video, and maybe hit that little bell on the side so you get notifications when we post a new
1: video. Little
0: bells? And we're going to be talking about a lot of Star Wars this week, so get in those comments and start talking about Episode 9 with us. If you guys are new to the show and you don't follow us on Instagram, you can also head over to at Bluk Series rebels, BLK Series Rebels, because every day we are doing a Star Wars Advent for Calendar. For the month of December. We have been giving away a gift every day since December 1st, all the way up until Christmas, December 25th, for the Black Series Rebels Season of Giveaways Advent Calendar. So if you guys are interested in figuring out how you can win some of those amazing prizes, just head on over to our Instagram. With that being said, hey Steve! Yeah, Alex! What's going on this week in Star Wars News? Hey Steve! Yeah, Alex! What's going on this week in Star Wars News?
1: Oh, buddy, strap in, because we got a lot to talk. Oh, we have a lot to talk about this week? Yeah, we
0: got a lot of fun stuff to talk about this week. Do you think we could call somebody that maybe likes Star Wars to talk
1: about news this week? Because I feel like. We think we're we're drying out, right? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious if you haven't figured it out by now. I don't even know anything about Star Wars, so I don't think that's a bad idea. So, like, who should we call? We've had a lot of really great guests we could call Steele Saunders. Yeah, but Steele seems a little busy raising his newborn kid right now. Okay, what about, uh, mm, how about Perry Nemiroff? I think she's, like, doing Q&As at, like, premieres and stuff. What do you think about Jason Ward? Uh, he's currently has both of his children strapped
0: to broomsticks oh. over the fence okay. looking at what's going on in The Mandalorian. So he's a little All bit busy. Right. Oh, what about, you know that show Force Center Pod? Ooh, that's a good one. I would get Ken Knapsack, but I feel like I would rather get Joseph Scrimshaw or Jennifer Landa. I you... love
1: Jennifer Landa. She's a sweetheart.
0: Yeah, but you know what? They probably have too much self-respect to come back on the Black
1: Series. I'm probably. You know who we should get? Ash Crosson.
0: Knapsack! Oh, oh yay! Yeah! Yeah! That was the longest way to the podcast. <laughs> listeners are like, oh, "What's going on?" Ken here? Knapsack must be there. Ken, oh. thank you so much for being here, buddy, to talk news. What are we doing? Oh, uh, let's take it back. Hey, Steve. Yeah,
1: Alex. Hey, Ken. Hey, what's going on this week in Star Wars news? Yeah, you you got to do a little bit of reporting today. Oh, yeah. But this time. You get to answer. I love that. And chat. Go as long as you want. I love it. Go on tangents about Red Robin fry sauce. Oh, man.
2: Let me (laughs) tell you about the campfire sauce. (laughs) Listen,
0: listen. We'll get to it naturally and organically, but uh, Ken Knapsack opened Steve and I's mind when it comes to the condiments at Red Robin. He truly is a Red Robin master. (laughs) I am a chain restaurant expert. (laughs) 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 All right. We got a lot of really great stuff. I think I wanted to call Ken in because I was like, it's fun. I was just like really excited about Star Wars things. Like I want to talk to somebody Who's always like luminous and positive about stars? Like I love you, buddy. But, I love you. But well, we feed each other's negativity. Oh, we, you guys! Like, yeah. You know how like yeah. when the Beatles invited Eric Clapton to come record while my guitar is gently weeping. It made Weeps"?
2: the atmosphere mm-hmm. better. That's this. Yeah. This is the wide album in your Clapton. I'm Clapton. Clapton? Yeah. Dude, my guitar is gently weeping. Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> All right. Last week I reported that the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel was going to premiere a new short animated little redub of famous scenes from far and far away. Uh, I believe it's called what? <laughs> far Galaxy and Far yeah, Away. Yeah, yeah. It's a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Uh, I believe it's called Galaxy of Adventures, right? Yes. Far, far Galaxy yeah. Galaxy of Adventures. Yes. Yeah, see that's why I'm glad you're here. huh yeah. Keep me on track. Fact it's like check. a mix track. of Galaxy's Edge and Star Wars Adventures. Anyways, the comic book. Last week when we were here, it yep. was about to drop. Uh, we got our first look at the first six. They're about a minute long. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all seen them. Reactions? Thoughts? Well, they're not for us. Right. And that's okay.
2: Yeah.
0: They are not for <laughs> adult men who want to relive their childhood <laughs> in a cool, new, exciting way. No. Right? I think no. we can all agree on that. They're still super fun. My favorite was the Vader. That one was he violent.
2: Which, uh, the, the, the hallway one? The
0: road one, hallway recreation. I did not care for the one that I called it. Like, Cisco and I were jokingly calling it like the motion graphics comic where Vader was just kind of bobbing yes. up yeah. and down by stormtroopers. Yes, and then he was one. like, I'm the
2: Empire. These are the stormtroopers. Bah, ba dee ba But in general, I thought yeah. they were a lot of fun. What'd you think? I loved them. And I actually loved the fun facts videos even more. I would have... Died to have those as a kid, uh, which is the, the follow-ups. You know, Lu- Here's Luke Skywalker. What adventure are you going to have? What's your spaceships? like? That's, that's the kind of stuff that you bonded with with your friends on the playground. Like, totally. Uh, oh, you like the Y-Wings? I love the Y-Wings, too, but the X-Wings are cool. What's your favorite ship? And I thought that really uh, was well done. And then, yeah, just overall, you look at this. Star Wars has decided they've doubled down, launching Star Wars Kids... We're going to bring this to the next generation. And the fact that there's some people like, Disney doesn't get it. Like, I, I said this on Four Center, I was saying Gena Council, say it again. That is like going to a playground, sliding down the slide, getting stuck halfway and going... I don't like how they designed this slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. Metal get slides the, were way totally, better than these yeah, plastic totally slides. Get
1: off the playground. <laughs> totally,
2: totally. What is this like, rubber mat
1: stuff? I need yeah. the tan bark. You had tan bark? I had tan bark. I, was,
2: I had, had splinter-inducing wood on metal. With <laughs> but that's what I feel is. So if you if it isn't for you, you don't like it, guess what? You, one, you don't have children. Two, no one's telling you to watch it. Yeah, you know... Well, wait, that I'm, was kind of negative. That's okay. I'm supposed to be positive. No, are allowed to get negative But I here. love
1: the content. I just got a real grump, grumpy at the people being grumpy. So I've been really busy. I've been filming a lot for work. I'm mm. getting home late. My wife's already asleep. Um, I went home and you watched... You know
0: Steve's working on a show when he has his all-black PA hat.
1: <laughs> when he's doing
0: production work, <laughs> he I'm has But I'm not a production of...
1: assistant anymore, <laughs> I'm just Alex. saying, I no, know, I know you're not a PA. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. Production
0: coordinator. Not a production coordinator. What are you?
1: Oh, oh God! You, right now I'm a segment producer, field producer. Oh, okay. I'm you just know, a producer, you guys. know, Steve
0: yeah. is a segment producer when he has his all-black hat on, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're bad. lucky he doesn't have a walkie. in his You're chair. lucky I don't have my <laughs>
1: surveillance in. <or> anything. <laughs> uh, anyways, point is, I got home late. Yeah. I knew I was gonna pass out real quick, and I was like, "Let me watch these. It's six minutes." Yeah. Um, I really expected to not like them. I was actually shocked at how much I loved them. I thought it was really fun. Um, I it made me go wow I could watch, and you guys know me I'm not a big animated Star Wars fan I felt like I could get on board with longer form versions of Mm. This storytelling the Vader one is definitely my favorite one. I loved the fun facts sort of I didn't watch
0: the fun facts. So now clearly I need to watch them.
1: Yeah get back on the playground
2: and watch them. Okay, cool They're about about a minute long, but it's it's there's only three so far there's Luke Vader and uh, spaceships. Yeah. Okay. And sure. they just kind of—it's like almost like a cliff notes. Cliff notes. Imagine if Alex of Star Wars Explained
1: did a t- one-minute-long, exactly animated kids version. It's exactly what I thought when watching it. That's kind of. I was awesome. like, this is yeah. Star Wars Explained for kids. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I and I really w- walked away from it going, you know, this is something that, you know, we we can. Keep going beating the horn about how this is for kids. They mm-hmm. have a shorter attention spans these days because of being raised by iPads, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, point is, kids are consuming content at a faster rate and shorter experiences these days. Um, I don't blame Disney for wanting to get those young consumers. I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing. But I also think it's a very cool way to show kids these short little snippets and be like, you thought that was cool? Sit down. Let me blow your mind.
0: Yeah. I had to check my expectations a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. when they released the trailer, that trailer looked like this was some killer 2D, hand-drawn, right. cell shaded action. And it's more of like your standard Flash animated, a little closer to like a motion comic or motion mm. graphic animated style. Right. That's not saying it's bad. It's just it's a very... Uh, trimmed down version of what we've, what I love about 2D animation. Right. So once I checked my expectations and I just watched them for what they were, it's like, oh, this is great. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. Right. Fun little one minute adventures for kids to be like, I like Vader and then click over to someone opening a kinder egg. Like, <laughs> That's exactly like, it. Which, by the way, have you guys opened a kinder egg? I have Star Wars I didn't eggs. realize yeah.
1: they were allowed in the States now.
0: Yeah, well, do you want to know why? What? They separated it. So in the States, a kinder egg splits in half, and there's a side with a prize, and yes, then your yeah. chocolate.
2: Yeah. So you can't, no kid could possibly when I, eat it. When I started producing for Screen Junkies, we had to get some of those for uh, Kevin Smith's show, uh, Uh, The unboxing show, and we had to like basically smuggle them into the country because it was the it was the versions that were killing children. (laughs) Oh boy! They were the Anakin Skywalkers of candy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What if in *Revenge of the Sith*, I saw him giving Kinder Kinder eggs to to younglings, and that was like the yeah (laughs) the slow finger bite. I think it's great. I'm excited they're here. I hope they do lots and lots and lots of them.
2: Yeah, yeah, they and they will. They got more coming. Uh, we definitely need one with Leia. We definitely, you know, other prequel era stuff. Yeah, they, but that the possibilities are endless. Which character,
0: if you could have any character, have one? Which one would you want?
2: As of right now, um, I, I a Leia. I want to see a Leia, and then uh, I wouldn't mind seeing like even going into like the Ahsoka realm and Han Solo for sure. Han Solo is my favorite character of all time. So. Han
1: Solo. Okay. What about you? God, you know, as much as I love Solo and all that stuff, and you're going to go, what is wrong with you? I think it's a perfect place. Because they're not really exploring new stories, right? Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. rehashes of scenes. I was I was actually going to say, like, I'd be down to see some weird short in that animation with, like, the Gungans and, like, Naboo. And yeah. Max Rebo. Max Rebo Max Rebo. Yeah. Or like from their <laughs> angle almost of yeah, yeah. what was going on. <laughs> that's like I want a good the choice. old school Max yes. Rebo yeah.
0: and just like recreate the whole thing and like have side jamming out, Drew
2: B. McCool banging out a solo. Like I'm for it. It's that's an interesting take Could do those kind of smaller characters, the side characters. Like why yeah.
0: not? Cuz Max Rebo to me that's we're not getting enough Max We're Rebo. We're not getting enough Max Rebo. Never
1: enough Max Rebo. No. Love
0: him. No. Never. I want Max Rebo Pozu shoes. I'm tired of this <laughs> pork nonsense. I want black, I mean like, like blue, blue vinyl oh, yeah. Max Rebo puffy shoes. And instead of laces, I want a big Velcro nose, nose. <laughs> that I stick across the side. And I mean, when you walk, the nose just goes like this. Tight. Just two
1: eyelets. Yes. <laughs> On each side. One and then you put them in there. Speaking of fucking weird, <laughs> oh, we got some casting news. <laughs> oh, I know what this <laughs> is. We got some casting news, everybody. Uh, the Mandalorian. It has been announced Ooh. that a a, a, a rather um, legendary thespian has decided mm. to join the um, acting ranks of the cast of The Mandalorian.
0: Right about now, Peter's throwing <laughs> the mugshot <laughs> <Yes>. underneath <laughs> us. <laughs>
1: Um, if you are a fan of such classics as 48 Hours, mm, the first Incredible Hulk movie, and, um, oh, God, what's that lawyer. little ditty? Lawyer. And what's Wars, that? Not what, lawyer. Oh, lawyer. Oh, warrior. Warrior. Oh, yeah, but what's warrior. that little ditty? He did a romantic comedy with... um
2: Oh, with, oh, um, uh, with Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts. Oh, gosh. God. Mid-90s. I yes. remember the movie poster.
1: Yes. What was that? I don't mm, know. That was a classic at the old VHS rental studio. Yes, it was. Uh, anyways... Uh, the man, the myth, Nick Nolte has joined the cast <laughs> of The Mandalorian, just taking it up a notch in its creativity. Think this was <laughs> just flexing
0: his muscle, being like, I want Nick
2: Nolte. What? Yeah. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> I think so. I,
1: in a weird way, because we get the Carl Weathers one, too. That hasn't been officially announced. That hasn't been official, right? But And He's we just... haven't really talked about that on our show yet, but rumor has it, yeah, the champ himself, Apollo <laughs> Creed... Creed I love it.
2: I love it. I love that Favreau's just, like, throw it on the wall. Yeah. Throw it on the wall.
0: I don't... All I know of Nick Nolte is one when he pops up in a movie I'm watching. I only know one of the Nick Nolte movies. Two or three of the Nick Nolte movies you named up. All I know of Nick Nolte
1: is that he looks nuts.
0: Like, and that he looks kind of like Gary G. What
1: year was the, the infamous arrest? Was that like 2000? Late, uh, it had to be
2: late 90s or the 2000s, from what I remember. I, I maybe 2000. Because like
1: I, I you probably plus. don't. But for me, like I remember Nick Nolte being like a heavy lead. Oh, he was a, like, he was an A-list guy. Yeah.
2: You know, until he started a romantic comedy with Julie Roberts. We don't remember the name. of.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm finding this don't out.
0: So, okay, but so
2: my the, uh, problem
0: with me and Nick Nolte is I constantly get him confused with, with Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. That the two of them are
2: slowly turning into the same into person. They morphed into the same person. But Nick yeah. Nolte
1: is a caliber actor when he wants to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he could still bring. Well, uh, Warrior is a case of that. Warrior, which yes. was recent, and well, that was sort of his comeback movie. It was kind of the the Nolte son. That was like
0: his wrestler.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. did actually did he kind of lose his. Cool right before The Hulk?
2: He did. I, I see the title of the movie there. Yes. I love Trouble. I love Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I love Trouble. I love Trouble. Nick Nolte loves Not Trouble. Not to be
1: confused with Nothing But Trouble.
2: Oh, one of Ackroyd's finest works there. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm ha- I'm happy with this casting.
0: What do we think Nolte's doing in this movie? I think show? Nolte
2: is voicing a character. I don't think he's actually. I doing think it. he's voicing a character too. I think there's something. Uh, in what Joe Russo said about Favreau's shooting style. Oh, tell us. What well, he saying? said, uh, I think he was uh, at the Q&A. It might have been the Collider q and I don't know. I around the, uh, I don't know. It came out that he was like, yeah, there's a lot of visual things going on in here that you haven't seen before. The way Favreau, not just in Star Wars, but just the way Favreau's approaching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's intriguing to me. It also makes me think that there's maybe more voices or performance capture Oh, absolutely. Not that it's like prequels where all the clones are, are cartoons, but uh, some different way of making it. So that's why I think, yeah, I don't think Nolte's on set. Yeah. I think he's in a booth somewhere going, well, I speak into the what now?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We
0: talk a lot about, obviously, Favaro has pioneered the sort of in-camera capturing technique. Right. I think that without a question, that's most likely the majority of this show is yeah. being shot. That way. Now, I think it'll have some physical sets because you can't do Star Wars without a little well, bit of physical right. thanks to,
1: you know, Jason Ward's Jason kids Wars on kids. the We all know there's some practice. We know there's a practice filmed. set because
0: Penny was <laughs> snapping pics on the GoPro. Luke. <laughs> they probably, he like, he, he probably, like, put a drone on their backpack and, like, <laughs> brrr, up to the top, little GoPro on her head. She's like, Dad, I this see Carl Weathers from Rocky.
2: Disney snipers are on the
0: field side <laughs> waiting. Well, oh, I love my favorite is still the picture Jason Ward posted, where Favreau and Filoni are just looking at him. <laughs> They're just like, there's Jason from making Star Wars. I think it's great. I I think you guys are probably right. I think he's probably yeah. doing a voice, Nick yeah, Nolte. Yeah. However, I think Carl, if Carl Weathers gets mm-hmm. confirmed, we'll speculate responsibly. We use that Yeah, 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 yeah. Force Center Pod. Uh, I'm speculating. I bet Carl Weathers, though, is like... You see, Carl Weathers.
1: I think Carl Weathers yeah. is the
2: Mandalorian. Oh well, yeah, you know that would makes uh, you know we haven't we not locked in who actually is. We think I it's think, Pedro. I, th- I think Carl Weathers. We is. were
0: we were thinking that maybe the Mandalorian's the bad guy.
2: Well, it's I mean and Pedro's I, looking for him. I like that too. I like that idea too. I'm not locked in this idea of some kind of uh, just Mandalorian wandering around, you know, like he's in a video game, Red Dead Redemption Two, which I love, and my honor is actually pretty high in that game, Steve. but. um... <laughs> That I, uh, that he's, you know, that he's not a good guy. Like, I, I think it could be
1: I'm sorry, your what? His My honor is pretty good. Forgive necessary. me, I don't know video Internet. games.
2: <laughs> Listen, it's, it's really important. I don't rob a lot of the people in town and I return all the money that I steal. He's
0: very, oh. he's like. You're like Robin Hood. He's a yeah. big deal yeah. Yeah. in the Red Dead Redemption okay. world. I'm I can like dig a it. Or- yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. he's like, no.
2: Yeah. Tombstone but you're not, you're not afraid or... to yeah. take a full out if you, you have, have to. Smoke oh, I take I take a full out. Okay. So I keep itching my ear like I'm Carol Burnett giving a signal to kids at home. Apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: well, I can't stop thinking about Kurt Russell's White Earp now. No. No.
2: You tell
1: him about no. a Fun and... fact about Kurt Russell that I learned yep. this week. Did he... you know that the last thing that Walt Disney ever wrote was the name Kurt Russell? Well, that's kind of creepy. What, what did, you, did he? <laughs> How did you find did he, that out? Yeah, did he? I it, didn't click on the article, so it could be fake was news. Was he like on his? It was like fun fact of the day on his deathbed as he's like last being frozen. Thing that, Kurt, that Walt Disney ever wrote. Was Never hire Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Walt Disney. Yeah. Well, it's Kurt Russell like, was like child actor. Kurt Russell was a child actor. He was of on Gilligan's Island. Star Wars or Star Wars. Many. He was a jungle boy on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, And he was in many Disney. He, was, he, he was. was a young lad. He was lad. the voice of the fox or the hound,
0: right? In the fox and the hound? Oh, really?
2: The one that gets a lot of people sexually awoke? Oh, excuse me? The fox and the hound? The fox and the hound, yeah. All
1: right. Oh, no, the See, Robin I'm Hood. loving this weird is it, the Fo-
2: is it the fox who's the Robin Hood character?
1: Oh, that's that's in that's that's, that's the Robin, in Hood. Robin Hood movie.
2: Okay, so it's just Robin Hood, not fox and the No, hound. that's a different
1: Disney movie. Rushes home to
0: watch Robin Hood. <laughs> Quiet couch.
1: i this song. Can't do that on the council? <laughs> no, I'm so glad to have the gloves off here. So glad to have the
2: gloves off I here. hope
0: if you guys want to make a gif of anything we've ever done, it's just... Do that. And,
2: and me looking, going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My career is... <laughs> yeah, but I, I
2: did bring it up, but I brought up the wrong fox that turned people on, so I apologize.
1: I'm going to have to look into
2: this yeah, later today. Yeah, but we were talking about Carl Weathers, and we got the Kurt Russell and the now yeah. uh, Sexual Awakenings with Foxes. But yeah, I do, I do think Carl Weathers will be Carl Weathers. Not necessarily. Ty. Yeah. S- serving some stew to some people. How,
0: how biceppy do you think he is? I think he's, got, he's probably still got pretty I think he's probably biceps.
2: still good to go. Tight.
1: Yeah. He's I, like, should have brought me back from Creed. Well, you can't. I know. but... The- <laughs> Spoiler alert. Find a way. Find so,
0: so I, I'm like the more we learn about the Mandalorian, I like that it's not quite so secretive. What's happening with the TV shows? Okay. I kind of like it. Let the movies be the thing that we go bananas for, mm. and use the television shows to sort of s- gently throw out news, give the fans their little. They're bread. We're like pigeons. It's okay. like just give them a little bread. They'll they'll go away if
1: you just well, give them bread. You know, I gotta be honest. I think, and I could be wrong. I don't think that is so much Disney and Lucasfilm's uh, as much of his as conscious Ward's choice. Well, yes, conscious choice. But I think that Favreau's been on social media for a very long time. Right. He's one of the earliest adopters on Twitter. I think he is very conscious in how to use social media, and I also also know because he is such a fan. I think he personally gets kicks out of these little nuggets and yes. and, and treats and stuff, totally. and I think he knows how important that is, um, not just for the fans, but also in the build up and hype and marketing of, of a film, yeah. or a TV series.
2: No, I agree with that, and and and. Yeah, I don't want to know, it's funny, I, I don't want to know plot details too much, but I'm less worried there, uh, about the TV, less pressure on it. Yeah. I don't want to know anything about Nine, because I want to have that experience. Yes. Now, Game of Thrones has reached the point, where going into Season 8, I, I've avoided as much as I possibly can. Yeah. But yeah, Star Wars, it like doesn't, if they give a little bit more, Nick Nolte is playing a bartender.
0: Like that wouldn't bother you?
2: Wouldn't bother me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where when, now? I
2: don't want to know who, what Naomi Aki's doing in episode nine. I don't want to know at all. I want to find out when I get there. So. I don't even.
0: I don't even know what that is. She's who playing is. Nick Nolte. Okay. Oh. That'd be insane. Okay. What if that was like? What if everyone's like doing the rumor that J.J.'s gonna like re Force Awakens up? What Ryan did in Last Jedi. Right. What if instead he goes, I can out subvert you any day of the week? I, I and just it. nine is yeah. just like Luke comebacks and he's like, I'm not a Jedi. The Force ain't real. And just like, like chop. Screw your Jedi. Screw it. your lightsabers. Darth Vader was a figment of our imagination. It turns into Ooh. the Cloverfield universe and he's like, Star Wars. And he's like, out. Oh, that would be awesome if he's like, no, I'm the king of subverting the mystery box for it. Think We've they're... just started a lot of bad rumors, so we're in That's okay. I love rumor. it. We're about
1: to talk about a new rumor.
0: Because <laughs> Ken's on a real news show. He's like, oh, God. Oh, my God. What take... is happening He'll right you now? You know, Ken on Black Series Rebels said that uh, yeah, they... it's a Cloverfield movie. It's a Cloverfield <laughs> <laughs> movie.
2: I'll take it. For that, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> what well, else we got? Well, you know, I'm a big fan of that TV series, The Americans. It ended uh, not too long ago. Uh, I saw it actually got nominated for a couple Golden Globes today. Alex is taking courtesy, a little nap. Courtesy, But nice. I was a big fan of this show. And as you know, Kerry Russell is in episode nine, which That's right, I'm, I'm really that. pumped for. Um, but, but last week I talked about the Cassian Endor show being announced and Diego Luna coming back and all of that. Well, it turns mm. out the EP of the American, Stephen Schiff, uh, it's been announced he is going to be showrunning it. And Moana screenwriter Jared Bush is going to be kind of spearheading the writing for it. Yeah,
2: yeah. He he wrote he pitched the idea, wrote the pitch bibles. What I what we've heard. Yeah, that's uh. I now I'm like you. I haven't seen the Americans. Love it. You but you love it. And Cassie and Endor's supposed to be a spy week to week spy thriller. He's a spy. I like this. And and it was my pal Joseph uh, Scrimshaw on Force Center that kind of pointed out Jared Bush also wrote uh, worked on Zootopia when it was a little bit early on a little bit more, it was going to be maybe more spies and, as opposed to bunny cops. So they're going full bore on the spy. Cassian Andor is going to be spying around, doing some stuff, doing, what do you guys say, accidentally shooting his partners every week. Oh, itchy every trigger week, finger.
0: Itchy trigger finger Cassian. Yep,
2: yep absolutely.
0: He's bad. Ooh. Oh, that's always Jeez. the big reveal. It's like in Scooby-Doo, meddling kids. not Cassian and Andor chooses. shooting his partner. Yeah. He'll be so unlikable by the end of the
1: show. It's like, oh, he just killed Everyone's going to be happy by the time he I dies mean, oh, at the, the end of Rogue One. <laughs> Standing <laughs> ovations in the Rogue One Special Edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like yes! that. Yes! Yeah. He killed all these
0: characters we love!
1: Now, you're more excited for Cassian than Mandalorian,
2: right? Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, it's, it's a close call. I'm excited for Mandalorian, but I, I just love that time period. I love the 20 years between Sith and New Hope. I, I love the formation of the Rebellion, and I love Star Wars for me, and it's very much for me. Star Wars, I focus on Rebels versus Empire. I love Jedi. I love Sith. I totally get behind all that stuff, uh, and I hope Dan and Dave are doing some kind of old Republic type of story. But I love the formation of the rebellion, the empire and the oppressive foot that, the, that they are, and, and what happens. And, and I'm fascinated, if depending on what part of the timeline it falls upon, this idea that the rebellion was formed before Mothma and everyone really got it going. I mean, they got it going from early on, but before we get towards New Hope, like, Infant's Nest rebelled. Because of her own reasons. Saw Gerrera rebelled because of his own reasons. Cassian Andor and his separatist family, they they were part of a rebellion for their own reasons. And it slowly, oh, you hate the Empire too? You hate the Empire too? And then it starts forming together. I'm excited to see that explored a little bit more. And then plus, spies.
0: Well, it's a little bit like kind of what I think we all thought Rebels was going bit, to be yeah. a little bit. And I think... You know, I, I've said on this show, I've mentioned here, I feel like Rebels was a great opportunity for Loney to finish the Clone Wars story yeah. in, in a way. So I'm excited to explore this time zone. Also, yeah. we've talked a little bit about this. Because we know Cassian's fate, there's yeah. Yeah. some really interesting opportunities to introduce us to new characters yeah. and really get us invested in them because otherwise it's like, well, there's no yeah. stakes. We can't be worried about Cassian at any given time. We need right. to have worry about characters like maybe Enfys or mm-hmm. we know what happens with Saw Gerrera but various characters like that I think there's something very interesting there. Now, do we yeah. think that they're going to drop them all in a bulk? Mandalorian and Cassie or do oh, we think the it's going to week to week?
2: I, I hope it's week to week because I think that builds the anticipation. You see what happens with a show like Game of Thrones, Westworld, something like when people are gathering around the old TV even if it's Streamed at a different time that day. It, I would really hope it's that way. I get the lay of the land is, is bingeable, but Star Wars, man. I think it's going to
1: be week to week. I, I think. think it's going to be, be week to week, right. and I
0: think they're going to push it out of time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be available like at 9 or 6 p.m. California time. Right. And you'll be able to go on yeah. and stream it. That's, I mean, that's what I would do. You want that, like...
1: You want the legs. You want yeah. the
0: Twitter. You want you want the right. internet talking you want more about than it just a at weekend. the same time.
1: You want more than just one weekend. Yes. Because I think shows like Stranger Things now, I personally think that the creators of that probably wish that it could get I, doled out week after week, as I, opposed yes. to just one You're big right. grab. The, in weekend the weekend is right, you
2: know. You know, uh, Marvelous Ms. Maisel, had, you know, ah, that that's it. Weekend, good, done, move
1: on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in my opinion, that's not a show that needs to be bingeable. No, I, and I love that show, but there's yeah, no, yeah, there's no for me. There's no reason for me to sit down and like watch all nine or ten episodes <laughs> in one weekend.
0: I think as we move further into the streaming service world, I think we're going to find that that's more common to break things up. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think. It's great because people get addicted and it's like they have to watch, yeah, they have to it, watch, they yeah. have to watch. But, if you think about it this way, right? If you've got, say you do, say they're doing eight episodes of Mandalorian a week, right? So, for eight straight weeks, you have the Mandalorian. But you've already finished an entire season of Cass and Andor. Mm. Every single time the Mandalorian ends, it says, would you like to watch the Clone Wars? Right. Would you like to watch yeah. the Rebels? Would you like to watch this Star Wars thing? Mm-hmm. They have enough content To link back to The Mandalorian. But Mm -hmm. you break that up, and now all of a sudden, for eight weeks out of the year, you're the number one thing on Twitter every Sunday that people are talking about, Mm -hmm. and it just links back to Marvel, it links back to movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know... You know they're going to have like a, a Talking Dead style oh, after. Oh, we're hosting it. Yeah, we've already decided. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've already, so we're we're, we're, yeah. Yeah. we're going to be the after Mandalorian okay. talk show. Like cool. like, like talking. Talking Mando. Talking Mando.
2: Uh, cool. Okay, I'll put in for the Cassian one. Okay. Yeah, okay, we'll cool. Put that out there. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. That's cool. There you cool. go. There you Problem go. Solved. We got
1: it solved. Yeah. See? We did it. Look at it. It's that easy, guys. Talking Cassian. It's that easy. What's up? What else do we have next, Alex? You want to know? Yeah, I do want to know. Is that what you want to know? All right. Well, next up. Oh. How does it feel to not
0: have to run the news?
1: I love
2: not having to read <laughs> the news stories that I only read the moment I get on set. Oh, kind of like me? I haven't looked at those. <laughs> if you're watching Jedi Council, that's, I don't think it's a secret because I stumble over them so much. I am read them for the first time on that set. Yeah, but then you get a natural first reaction to it. Yeah. Them. I like oh, cool. I didn't want to read that. Yeah, be yeah. fooled. Yeah, I thought you were you know. very prepared this week.
1: Well, speaking of Collider, ah. uh, Collider's own Steve Frosty Weintraub. Uh, I know Frosty. Right uh, he kind of put the internet at least twitter up in a little bit of a frenzy this last week Mm -hmm. um if you're not sure um what's the comic con that's going to be going on this weekend in like brazil
0: cinecon right is that what there's like a big comic
1: con going down in brazil this weekend and um everyone's up in arms for the last couple weeks about an avengers trailer spider-man trailer um godzilla trailer all this stuff anyways frosty put out a tweet basically kind of Talking about you're gonna get an Avengers trailer this time, you're gonna get a Spidey trailer this time, you're gonna get this, this, and this. Oh, and by the way, you can expect to see some Star Wars footage before the end of the month. Yeah. Saw that tweet. Yeah. Yeah. You saw
0: that? Very important that we report our facts correctly. Yes. Mm -hmm. I believe the correct language was, like you said, some footage. Some footage. Yes. Right. The word trailer is not uttered. Not uttered at all. Yes. It didn't even say title. It just says... Some footage. Some footage. Right. Right. We shall speculate responsibly from this part forward. I like it. What do we think that that... One, do we believe it? You you know Frosty better than we do, so... He seems pretty on it. Frosty's
2: (laughs) a reporter. You know what I mean? Like, I think people get that confused. He's not a pundit. It's not a pundit, and in this day and age of very wonderful, successful blogs or fan sites, and people get a hold of information, we get a hold of information. Yeah. Uh, Frosty, people like him and Jeff Snyder and those type of guys, when I go into that office, they're working the phones like it's nineteen forty-seven. All the presidents' men. Yeah, and they're trying to get some information, and uh, they. It, so he, I trust Frosty. Maybe he dropped that. The you know the standalone movies are on pause, and everyone jumped on him and. Guess what?
1: Where are the standalone so, movies?
2: Um, yeah. I think, I trust him, but I think you're right to look at the wording. Yeah. He didn't say teaser trailer. He didn't say that. And it's not an official story. It wasn't on Collider.com. It was just a tweet. And I think he, he would have stood by it a little bit more if it was a story. So things could change. Yeah, it could be, could be anything that we're seeing.
0: I have a feeling it is very small. What we're going to get it's yeah. either a force for change video yes or it's like but i'm not laughing at the charity but yeah, yeah yeah no it's like <laughs> sure. but we know it's like it's
1: okay you can laugh
0: <laughs> they they, they it, like you guys they're they've trained us like yeah. nothing about what they've done for the last years with the exception of the one force awakens trailer we got really early and that yeah. was basically jj was like Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Here's a present from. Or was me. Bob
1: yeah. Iger going, No, you're going to put that goddamn. Thing yeah. Out.
0: Yeah. Bob yeah, Iger's yeah, like, yeah, You're that. putting that out because I want the views, bro. Yeah. I feel like we're maybe thinking, I'm thinking maybe Force for Change or like that episode nine sizzle where yeah. like they just played the Force theme. We got a new angle of Luke. Right, right. From the end of Force Awakens. And then it was like, Cut. Great. Right. You know, like something small, sort of. Like like wine like just
1: let the aroma. Yeah, it's just a little, little. Listen. Yeah. First yeah. off, let's all stop going. But for in the lead up to the Force Awakens, they did it at this time, and then for Last Jedi, they did it at that time, and this and that. And let's all just stop trying to like think that oh we know their marketing rollout. Yeah. Because. We don't. Have and, you seen and, the and,
0: slate for this year? They've yeah, got a lot to They've got a lot about. going on.
1: At the same time, <laughs> it's like we all consider and disagree with the rollout for the solo marketing plan. The point I'm trying to make is we don't know what the hell the plan is. Yeah. And, and there's no past or whatever we can go off that's going to tell us. Yeah, they've um, never
0: released episode so nine. Throw away all that <laughs> so.
1: research and all that stuff that you think is going to give you a clue as to what this is going to be. Just know that there is a possibility that by the end of December, we may or may not get a nice little footage nugget or right. a couple little footage nuggets that are literally going to be maybe 2.5 seconds. And then most of it's going to be JJ in a director's chair being like, had a lot of fun. Can't wait to see you next Christmas. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's literally going to be something like that, whether it says Force for Change on it, whether it says anything, or whether it's like a slate that says Episode 9. J.J.'s return. Like... Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, the, the force for change thing seems to be
2: uh, the most logical. Yeah. Him in a chair going, this is, a, you know, a walking weasel He's a new character in, in the yes. movie. Um, yeah, that's what that's what it's going to be. And, and I don't... I, and, and, and you're so right to be like, well, episode seven... Well, episode seven... We hadn't seen anything since 2005. Not even. Yeah, Star Wars is back, Wars baby. Movie. Yeah, it was, it was a different yeah. thing, and they had it going, and they, they had the time to do that. Now, it's a big slate. Things have changed in yeah. the marketplace.
0: I feel like the way to knock it out of the park is like a Force for Change thing. Does the Force. Like, check out. These are some perks you can do. We're going to help the charity. This is great. Hey, meet Squeeble Squeeble. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's a ice alien. And people go, oh my god, it's yeah, so Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And then what would be rad is if you just like Oh my god, he's doing practical. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you December 17th for episode nine, the Bubba Drops the title. Drop oh, the title, okay. Drop the title at the end of the video. Yeah. Let the internet blow up for a day. And then we'll talk about it for six weeks. Oh, yeah. What well, it means, and then guess what? Six weeks in, now you're past the Christmas season. You got a little bit of dry spell before celebration. Maybe a little some nugget more, on some the Mandalorian. Nugs. Maybe yeah. some casting the Andor nugs, and then celebrations there. It's trailer time, baby. We'll That's do what I think.
2: Six videos on the Easter eggs you missed on Scribbly Squib's beard.
0: Squibby <laughs> Squib, Squibby Squib. I
2: think
1: it's the <laughs> map to Luke's <laughs> ghosts.
0: <laughs> 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 Squibby Squib. Man, well,
1: man, speaking man. of episode nine. <laughs> episode nine kevin smith director of clerks jane Bob. heard Adam, of him yeah bob strike back chasing amy mall rats do you have a favorite kevin smith movie dogma me too me too alex all right well kevin smith was on good morning america this week <laughs> and uh he was uh talking about how he recently got to do a little bit of a set visit to jj had to sign a bunch of non-disclosures, things like that. He dropped a few little nuggets, basically saying that, um, well, first, basically, J.J. is basically directing a small country. Yeah. uh, That he was on the biggest set he'd ever seen in his life. And, oh, by the way, he's fairly certain he witnessed with his own eyes a career-defining performance uh, from someone we all love and have seen in the movies before. Okay. That's a lot to break down. Okay. And he cried the whole time. Yes. He does that a lot these days. He does, and I'm okay with that. He does that a lot, and I'm concerned if it might be the weed.
0: (laughs) There's a lot like weed makes him cry. I don't know.
1: And I'm a a cancer, so I cry a lot. I'm emotional naturally. Okay. No judgment on the weed thing. He just, it's sort of (laughs) like his thing now. Oh, it is. Yeah, crying is sort of his mo. It is kind of. It is kind of a yeah, like yeah.
0: like episode seven of Flash. Yeah, that's just yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm not hating on him. Yeah, but it, you know, it is. Well, like, but he did,
2: and then for episode seven, Force Awakens, he did the, the cry, yeah. I saw the Falcon all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's all good. But I love I love that kind of passion. Yeah,
0: for me, this was like even more so than a clip of the movie. This was like the screaming endorsement I needed this week. Yeah. This is why I got so excited that I called you and was like, hey. Let's get Ken on the show because I just, I'm really happy about <laughs> he likes Star Wars. Star Wars. Today. I'm really happy about Star Wars, and we got to talk about Star Wars. So let's go bit by bit. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. All yeah. right. To answer your question, Clerks is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Okay, okay. I think it defined a generation of indie film. It kind of did. It's very good. Um, it's also a generation thing. And you know now. what it
2: also kind of really did? It really introduced talking about Star Wars into the pop culture. Yep. I was in film school at that time, and it was like me and my nerdy friends were like, he mentioned Star Like, the conversations we have about contractors on the Death Star is in that movie. I think that's a little-known Star Wars nugget The other thing
1: is, is he helped credit card companies uh, get a lot of debt out of a lot of young kids who realized if they racked up, like, four or five credit cards on their little movies. Yep.
0: Hey, I mean, Kevin Smith is a big reason why you got Ryan Johnson. Yeah. He proved that if you do it yourself good things happen. No, sure. no I throw no shade at Kevin Smith. Mm. My opinion of like mm-hmm. Jay and Silent Bob is my own opinion. It's got right. nothing to do with his quality as a creative and filmmaker. Yeah. Okay, so 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 piece one is JJ's directing a small country here. Yeah. Now, do we think he means like obviously he means scope of movie or do you think he's actually giving us we're going to speculate responsibly the hint that this is the biggest scope star wars movie we've ever seen
2: i took it and this is open for debate i don't have any solid opinion on this i took it maybe it's because my love of game of thrones that he was there for some kind of big battle and that that's what he meant and you know the walls coming down and dragons are flying or something like that that's what i got but the movie is so big that to say it's like a country you know you've got the little thing in your ear and the the radio and you're communicating to the donut guy so you know it goes it's 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 pretty intense
0: the donut always how many donut donut guys
1: do you think there are in episode nine
2: at least how
1: many something tells me there's not a lot of donuts on set (laughs) yeah
0: jj's like stay sexy green juice green juice green Green juice juice. let me get some more green juice
1: celery sticks for you (laughs)
0: celery sticks for you
2: it's, uh, so it's true. It's that's true.
0: interesting. Yeah, because I didn't think about that. I didn't think mm. that maybe he witnessed something so huge that was like, mm. wow.
1: Well, Kevin had sort of this same sort of reaction when he visited the set of Episode Seven. He did. Right? He cried. He had the one tear.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, but he. But I remember. I don't have the exact quote in front of me. But I remember that one seemed to be more about seeing the Falcon and seeing... you right, thing. walking on the walking Falcon. Walking and stuff yeah. like that.
0: Probably saw Harrison
2: and Chewie. Yeah. Was like, oh my oh God. Oh my God. And this one, the the country, the biggest
1: set. He something about the biggest set he was on yeah. too as well. He genuinely looked like kind of shell-shocked talking yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 Like he was like... He really also proud. too, it's
0: important to note too that Kevin had a, a huge health scare. Yeah. So like he probably was also in awe of like, I so happy I'm here right to see yeah. let alone watch episode 9 but walk on the set of episode 9 right so that there's there's a little tinge of that too but i think i'm leaning towards you i think he got to see Something a big, big set piece and big things happening mm-hmm. because as we know this is the third chapter of oh, a trilogy is it? Uh, yeah. it is the ninth chapter of a what is that? What would this be? Saga? This is a, a saga? saga. A Skywalker saga. Skywalker saga. Now,
1: let's speculate about this for a okay. minute. If it, if it is a big battle. Now, when we left things at the end of episode, not, episode eight, right. there was a handful of the resistance left on the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Now, Leia did put out a distress call to, you know, some other people that didn't mm-hmm. quite answer the call in time. Um, I'm that's because he's, he's always late, baby. Because he's always late, baby. He's always late, but, but he's, he's always worth the on wait. Time. <laughs> I'm always late, but I'm worth the wait. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What uh, what do we think? We think maybe Lando swoops in and and has some uh, connections that uh, I think so. Maybe kind of like you were mentioning earlier with regards to sort of Cassian and like these rebel factions yeah. that maybe started their own thing by themselves, kind of coming together to defeat the first order. Yeah, then? I think one one of the things the sequel Trilogy era
2: has has not done well on screen as defining this world uh, as much as we know. Now, again, we know a lot more now because we got 40 years on the other series. Um, But yes, I think there's something. Now, again, time is going to pass, I believe. But this isn't going to, I think, uh, you know, a year, at least a year or so between eight and nine. Um, So it's not going to like beat Lando. He'd be really late if he shows up now. I'm here. It's been three years. All right. yeah. Um, I think Jess Pava, uh, 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 Snap Wexley, uh, and, and a lot of the Black Squadron were sent out. Uh, Zay, uh, uh, Zay uh, Miko, and Shriv were sent out. I don't think they're going to be in the Can movie. I just say,
1: it's amazing you know these names. I
2: play a lot of uh, video games and read a lot of Star Wars books. Yeah, so the end of battle, front two, the extended, the the DLC stuff. That's what happens. Leia sends a lot of these people out. So. I think they do eventually come back, but why they're not funny, because in the Poe Dameron comic, when they go out, Black Squadron goes out to get some help, people are like, we don't want any part of this. Like, we Leia's, went through this once. We already. went through it once. Leia's a warmonger. She's the daughter of Vader, because that all of a sudden got learned six years prior to Force Awakens. We don't We don't necessarily want to commit to this idea. Well, Hosnian Prime got taken. Yeah, Hosni and Prime and four of the planets are gone. We're good. You look at Star Wars Resistance, which is what there is, is six months before Force Awakens, I believe. Star Wars Resistance is setting up a thing where the First Order is known. Everyone on that platform is like, yeah, that's the First Order. They come here. Since they've come here, things have gone wrong. Now they're running a racket. They're sending pirates to attack the 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 Colossus, and then going. Give us money we'll protect you from it it's a m- mob racket so the first order people are known and and they don't want to mess with them and now suddenly they're giant and they've been blowing up planets and they got the spaceship that's still floating even after someone goes through it i, I think that is going to be the explanation is why no one showed up right away it wasn't so much leia i mean again i've seen some people might be like sure vader's kid uh but i think i think time will pass and i think they will have found some people or this will be about Getting the people that that's needed there.
0: I also think that um, you know opinions of Last Jedi aside, I don't know we're all th- we're three supporters up here, but yeah. I think Last Jedi makes it pretty clear at the end of that movie that there is support and hope mm-hmm. out there, and I think we can safely just make the jump and assumption yeah. that when we check back in, the First Order probably has taken over a pretty healthy chunk of the galaxy, yeah. and we're back at it. Like, yeah. if we're in a good third chapter, we're at the lowest point at the end of our second, and we need to pick ourselves back up. If we look at uh, the original trilogy, Han is in carbonite, Luke loses his hand, he finds out his life is not what he thought it was. Mm-hmm. The rebellion, or like six ships floating through space yep. because they got wrecked leaving Hoth.
2: Yeah,
0: And where do we start? Return of what? The Jedi,
2: Jedi. Oh, the, I know that. The, the Jedi,
0: Jedi, right? Yeah. The Jedi is here. Yeah. To get it done. So I think the bigger answer is not quite for me. I know you love the Resistance, the Rebellion. You like the pockets. Sure. For me, I think the answer is, where's Rey mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the Last Jedi? Because I like that. she, she really is the hope and the hero of this story. That doesn't she mean is. that Poe and Finn and Rose. Right, owns, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, she really is like. Powerful light, powerful dark. We know yep. this. So, like,
2: she for me, like, that's the big question. You're making mark. good points. Are you, but you saying I'm that, know.
1: like, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to Paul Dini myself around here. <laughs> Are you saying that maybe the Jedi have had a, a rebirth?
2: I don't. I'm not saying that. Right. But. No, I I understand what you're saying and I agree with you. I think you're dead wrong, whatever you're thinking I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't because I don't want Ray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, want I don't Rey. think it's about a new order. I don't think it's any of that. I've nonsense. got twelve other people, two of them from Luke's class showed up. They wanted to take night classes to finish what they started to get their degree. Uh, I don't think it's any of that. I don't think Jedi Hogwarts is needs to happen in nine. I think you're right. She is the answer. Powerful light, powerful dark. That's a great way. It reminds me. It jogs me a man. Like you have Poe, and we know Poe's supposed to die in Episode 7, but they liked him so much, and Oscar Isaac's cool, so cool he's along. Finn's got his own thing. and I think uh, we could get a little bit more from Finn, and should get a little bit more from Finn, and we got Rose and stuff, but it is Kylo and Rey's story. We need, for Finn, two and
0: a half hours of selfless fighting mm-hmm. for a cause. Yeah, yeah. Not just his friend, not just to get away from something he doesn't agree with, but selfless fighting for a yeah, cause. You need and him
1: taking charge. Yes. Yeah. Finn
0: is going to do that.
1: Captain right? Finn.
0: Right. I think Rose is going to continue to grow as a character and show that the smaller people within this resistance, this rebellion, they are the real people behind it. For me, that's what Rose always represents. It's mm-hmm. not just the Skywalkers. It's the mechanics. Yeah. It's not just the Pose flying the planes. It's the people that get those planes into the sky. Yeah. We know Poe's the leader. We got yeah. Leia. I think that. Oh, man, yeah. I, I, I was oh, I was right there. Keep it going. I no, i said it. you
2: guys are you you are two beautiful men, but this doesn't happen unless Cisco's pre- pressing buttons o- over there. He's the Rose Tico of Black Series, <laughs> and, and why it's important. But yeah, no, it, it absolutely is. Uh, uh, and Finn, yeah, Captain Finn, and General Poe, and all that kind of stuff. I think it is time. Uh, I don't want any more self-discovery. I, I, that's not right. I don't want. I, I don't want it to be all about self-discovery. I want a little. Okay. I want to be there and ready to end this with a big,
1: so, big fight. I, and forgive me if, if I zoned out and you mm-hmm. guys already just. But like, where, where is it? Happens a lot. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> what happens? Like, where, where do we want? Like, where is Ray? Where is it? Like, we've talked about what Finn needs to do. We've talked about what Poe needs to do. Like mm, in I, this thing of of Kylo and Ray, and it's like. What do we want to see from Ray?
0: I think where we pick up with Ray, and this is all speculation, right? Mm -hmm. It's important to note, like, yes, we're buddies with Jason from making Star Wars. Mm. We've talked to some, we've had folks from Lucasfilm on the show. We avoid this stuff like the plague because we care about these movies.
1: Yeah. We're not slipping in little side things that we've known.
0: For me, (laughs) Ray's journey was all about where do I belong and where do I fit in in this story. So in Last Jedi, Ryan says the worst thing that she could find out or the hardest thing that hardest she could thing, find yeah. out is that she's not just a part of this story naturally. She has to find her own way. And I think when we pick up with her in nine, she's found her way. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we're picking up on her and she's like, I need to train. I think she's already like, she's yeah. got it, she's doing her thing. Whether it's with Force Ghost Luke, whether it's without Force Ghost Luke, Ray knows her mission
2: mm-hmm. and
0: is ready to take it on. Yeah. Now, in terms of just basic story structure, for me, I look at she's fought Kylo. It went pretty well for her. Yeah. She fought with Kylo. It didn't go so well for her, right? Mm-hmm. They still won, but Kylo made his choice. Yep. For me, the big thing is how do we make it the final chapter, like right. stakes wise? And I think Ray, what would be so amazing is if Ray takes on this huge force. Like Solamente.
2: Like, oh, like Ray doing it. Like everyone wanted Luke to do in 8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and and would, think, would should I, be interesting. Yeah. If she's the one who stands out in front of the First Order with a lightsaber.
0: Yes. And like pulls Star Destroyers. And, cool. Does flips and guess what? All of a sudden, and this is crazy. Speculating, he's heard me do this one before, and all of a sudden, behind it, you got Forrest Ghost Yoda. That's like,
2: yeah.
1: like, like moving, like now moons. Now that and stuff. sounds to me like something. <laughs> I'm okay. for it. Now that I'm to for me, it. I'm for it. to me, that's what I think mm. when I think back to Kevin Smith's quote, right about. Seeing this, and we're huge speculating thing. responsibly. Please yes. don't think this that is, I want this. This is the fun stuff Yoda about Star to, Wars to break this this is, this is the fun stuff about Star Wars. This is the stuff that we all grew up and still do at diners and drive throughs and yeah, and everything. This is what fans do that love Star Wars. Let's talk about mm. the next part, yeah, of Kevin, Kevin Smith. Yeah, who do we think he's talking about yeah. when he says, I witnessed a career. Defining—that's what he said, right? Career defining, career
0: career performance of a lifetime. performance of a lifetime. lifetime, performance of some best yeah. performance of someone's career. Yeah. It's basically, the best performance yeah. they've ever done. Now, career implies we've seen them before, so it could be a main mm-hmm. core actor. Mm-hmm. I, I I do think that statement lends itself to instantly think like Mark Hamill, Adam Driver.
1: Mm-hmm. Those uh, are the first two. I those are the first two. Out.
0: I don't. I don't know that I necessarily go. Oh, I bet Daisy Ridley gives like. Well, I feel like we
1: haven't really seen much of. We've not we yeah, yeah, seen her as Ray.
2: A, yeah, yeah, really not. And the, the murder in the Nordic Express, right? What do you so, think? Who do you think it is? I, I, we were talking about this on council, and I was trying to get in, dig deep. I love the answer of Adam Driver. I, I don't know. I went to Billy D. Hmm. Wow. Only because, but. Only because I, I just think Kevin would be excited for that. I don't think it could be Mark Hamill, because I think Mark Hamill just gave a performance of his life in the last movie. Yeah, yeah. Now, if it's even better than that, and Force, Los, Force Ghost Luke wins him an Oscar, right, then, then that means corrected. what does
0: performance mean, right? Yes. Like, if obviously, there are That's people who like... Is, is it does, a scene? Does Luke do something crazy yeah. that makes it the performance of a lifetime? Because for us, we're like, no, we like it, because he's... Doing what Ryan wrote yeah. so beautifully.
2: Yeah. Well, and that and that that's the thing too is what does it be like? I think yeah. one of the best acting moments in all of Star Wars is Jyn ErsO talk uh, hearing the hologram from her father. I think Felicity Jones takes that character through all these emotions, mm-hmm. separated from her father. And it's not in the movie as clear as it is in the novel, unfortunately. That that she kind of hated her father. She felt she, she he abandoned, he her. abandoned her, and and, she, and to see that none of that is true, and he's still alive. I love that moment. So, is Kevin watching something like that? And it could just be Mark Hamill, forced crime, <laughs> you know? Explaining is it Explaining the yeah. whole... is it that? Yeah. Like,
0: for... Yeah, it could be Mark, as Luke, finally saying what this whole thing's about. Yeah. The whole thing. Like, we all know it's hope, it's this, it's light, it's dark, it's that, it's this. But imagine hearing Luke mm-hmm. say to Ray after this whole nine movie thing like yeah. this is what it's all about kid
2: uh, it could be it could you know? be on the spaceship to the gray havens and uh, uh, luke is there and, yeah and says daisy come with ghost yoda we're going to the uh going with the elves and leaving earth, middle earth the force is leaving the, <laughs> the galaxy leaving imagine the that oh imagine, balance has been achieved imagine if
0: balance is restored and they literally go like out? The, f- the world the f- the galaxy doesn't need the force right now i mean there's just so many things they
1: could do yeah, yeah. do you think though, we if t- that were would happen 10 years later and do it's do you like, think if that would happen though that like people's minds would like melt would and be- they would be if, up in arms? If people were upset that two
2: lightsabers didn't hit each other in The Last Jedi. Sure. They'd be upset that there's no force.
0: I think we, we talked a little bit about this and like, we went to Red Robin, guys. We talked about
2: it. That's
1: uh, why I'm burping up fries. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like sitting here going, oh. I feel great. I feel great. <laughs> Second basket of fries. I feel great. Uh, so, here's a, so Yeah.
0: We talked a lot about eight, nine, whatever. For me, a big thing is. Whatever happens in 9
2: mm-hmm.
0: will define 8's legacy, 7's legacy. 9 is the end of the story, right? right. If, if, if Revenge of the Sith isn't the best prequel, mm-hmm. oh boy. <laughs> like, right, right. imagine how people go back and look at those prequels. If right. Return of the Jedi doesn't have, no, I'm a Jedi, like my father before me, right. and it doesn't have that impactful ending, how do people look at Empire Strikes Back? Like... Huh. I always think about some of these great franchises where, like, the third one is rough, and right. they kind of. We always just go, "Oh, just watch the first one." Right, 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 right. right. Like, I don't. I really hope that Episode Nine isn't Godfather Three. Is it's like you it just watched a, one and two. Is right.
1: there a third movie in a trilogy that is a standout? Return of, of
0: the King, I would say. Return
1: of the King, but Two Towers is my favorite. Two Towers that's is the best you, you of were, those movies. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's what we were talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Harry I don't know. Potter. That's and that, that's now? different that's though because it does ex, 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 it stretches on. But yeah, okay. but but that's a good example. I think that that series gets that's the moment
0: every one of those movies gets better and better.
2: Yeah, yeah, and better yeah that, and better. that that that's that's a stand up. But yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think and and yeah, no secret we 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 love eight. But I think that could be the time when when, it, when it's all on the bookshelf together. And, and if J.J. and team could... And I don't care what J.J. does. I'm open to whatever he does. Sure. If, if the movie starts and it's on, on Ray and she's like, and that's how I met my Uncle Kenobi. F- fine. How you tell that is going to be different. Just because go, going into episode eight, I was keyed up on thinking that she was like a Palpatine or of the Force. And, and to hear... I love that moment where Kylo says... You know the answer, basically. I'm paraphrasing, but you know the answer. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm nobody." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't want that, but now that I have it, I got it because I thought they told it well." I think no matter what you do in nine, if you execute that story well, it it will make eight. It'll it'll like you said, it will you'll put it all on the shelf and go. Ah, I I get each chapter more than I did.
0: I think JJ has a task that no director, maybe of any. <laughs> any franchise has ever had one he already nailed it with a soft reboot of the entire Star right, Wars franchise right. in a way that nobody thought he would do it was like not only did Star Wars come back it like knockout punched yeah. the entire box office the entire way we roll out movies yeah, it, it did. did that
2: December was a dead zone for a lot of movies yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and then Last Jedi comes and just goes now we're gonna punch our own franchise yeah. to death and now J.J. has to take The best of three movies, the best of six movies, and the best of nine movies, Mm. and do it in two and a half to three hours. Well,
1: and also, you know, there was no time jump with eight. Yeah. So, really, like...
0: Anything goes here. Like,
1: anything... He's got, I mean... Was it? And
2: I think he can use that to his advantage. And I, I actually, I, so I, love that eight starts the moment after. And I don't think Ryan had another had a choice. How do you have a choice
1: with that ending? How do you have not a choice pick up with that there? ending? True, true. It's debatable on nine months later. The things that the well, I, yeah, is. I
2: don't think Luke. I, I dropped the lightsaber, not toss it like a joke. We were talking about. I yeah, mean, we talked about it in shows and shows and shows. But yeah, I think that that to me was. You have to start there. You have to start there because let's well, say what there's three years or so between New Hope and Empire in canon,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so it's a little weird.
1: If and you... how many between Empire and Return?
2: Uh, a lot less time, I think. It's like a year, it's right? like a year, a year and or something like that. So just think about it in terms of story. Just in terms of story, the Empire is striking back. Three years later, yeah, and it's great. It's a, it's my favorite movie series, but I don't know why. So I look at it seven eight, and I love that Ryan's like, "Hey, we got to pick this up." They're pissed about Starkiller Base. They're coming to get you. Get off the car. And, oh, by the way, this is where Ray's last scene. You you know, I would hate to have been nine months later. Yeah. Who are you again? You know, like. Yeah. You know, still just read about, read, it, read about it in the crawl. Read about it. But, yeah, read about the crawl. But nine, you got that time. And I think now nine has that. Could be a long crawl. Fun. <laughs> Be great. Could be yeah. a long crawl. And I, and I hope they have a little time for the State of the Galaxy. I do too. I I do think that's myths from seven, and I don't think eight has a chance to to explain that anymore. The books do, but not everyone's watching the books. I think Re- reading the books. I'll I think watch you them, could stare use the
0: State of the Galaxy as a way to explain where we're at with the resistance. Yeah. I think we've got to get. The whole movie can't just be, we're getting ready to fight again. Right, like they've right. gotta like write out the gate. I mean, what makes uh, Jedi is a weird movie. Like Return of the Jedi is actually. Yeah. I mean, Return of the Jedi is kind of a weird movie. It is like we have close to forty-five minutes of a little short film yeah. about mm-hmm. Luke saving Han, and then we have a truncated movie about them going to blow up the new Death Star. You're totally right. So it, it's really interesting to see, like, like also too, like we need to have. Ray, Poe, Finn, and Rose together for at least a part of this yeah, movie, right? Yeah, like, I think
2: they will, but We yeah. can't
0: have them separated again. So yeah. it's just, re- like, there's a lot. It's, like, really fascinating. I'm and then, really excited to see And then you throw
2: it in Carrie Russell. You throw it in Matt Smith, Dominic Moynihan. And I don't think they have And big you roles. throw in handling R- Carrie. Uh, yeah. Oh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Throw in yeah. how you like, going to handle that like Carrie Russell? She's going to oh, be yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Uh, Richard E. Grant, and there's a lot of uh, side characters, but yeah, and, the, and uh, yeah, hanging above it all is this
1: glorious end to the to the run of Leia, yeah. So, I have a question for you guys. Episode yeah. 7 um, was steeped in a lot of good nostalgia. Tasty nostalgia. Some tasty nostalgia Trip nuggets. Trip that honey on those Um urts. Do you think J.J. continues with some nostalgia? Do you think that he homage? Do you think, you know, there's certain things like, you know, are we going to end with a big celebration, turn to camera thing? Are we going to get some of those callbacks? Or do you think at this point, JJ, he did that. He, he he got the nostalgia pouring out of his way, out of his system. And in nine, he's just full blown going for it. What do you think? It,
2: it, it, go, here, I'll start here. And I told you, you're totally right. Episode seven was a soft reboot. That gave us familiar territory, and, and that's what it needed to be. And, and I think every movie has to pay... It has to be Star Wars, right? Yeah. That's what we judge everything by. Eh, it's not Star Wars enough. So he has to, but what is nostalgia? I still get grumpy over making fun of Rogue One for having ATSDs. What the hell else would be there? That's not nostalgia. That's a movie set in this time period. So how do use it? Gold leader and red leader, nostalgia. But they would have been there. Yeah. And so you had the footage. So... Uh, I think J.J. could still make the calls and the echoes uh, to the story, the poetry, as George Lucas would, would say. Um,
1: but it doesn't need to be
2: as
1: as thick
2: as Force Awakens was, which it was.
1: I agree. I agree. With, with Seven, He and I, I, I constantly say this, the main goal of Episode Seven was to uh, give us older fans... Um, mm-hmm. And feed us some of those nostalgia nuggets Mm -hmm. while simultaneously walking out of that theater wanting to go on another adventure with Ray, Finn, and Poe and BB 8. Yeah. Which it succeeded in doing. I think that was its, I think that's all it had to accomplish. Yeah. And it did it beautifully. Brought you back in. Um, I'm just, I'm very curious because JJ is a very nostalgic person. You look at, any of the films that he has made mm-hmm. a lot of the television programming that he does he, and i i'm a big nostalgia person too i'm i'm i don't take offense to it i just i'm curious to see with all of that stuff that he has to that he has already on his plate you know uh, I, how does he mix that ingredient into the stew and not
0: so as you were talking i remembered a very kind of a fun quote from jj from the lead-up to Force Awakens, which was, if you ever get a chance to shoot a scene in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, do it, because it's really easy. I don't think Mm -hmm. J.J. has to try to put nostalgia... Into those movies, it's in the Williams score, it's yeah, in the Falcon right. cockpit, it's in the lighting of Ray, Anakin, Luke's saber. Yeah. It's in. It's the, the base
1: of the recipe. It's the
0: base of the story. Like, yes. it's impossible to not feel nostalgic when you hear and stormtroopers are running through a hallway with little
2: illuminated pills. It's always going to be there. One hundred percent right. We yeah. talk about on Force Center that nostalgia is is not only here and what we're watching now, it was there for George Lucas because all he wanted to make was a Flash Gordon serial. That was yeah. his own nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, so nostalgia is baked into Star Wars. It's,
0: in for me, it's not even nostalgia yeah. at this point. No, it's Star, it's Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> like, it's just Star Wars. It's not fair to be like, oh, they're just really playing on nostalgia. What are talking about? It's yeah. Darth Vader. They're playing on Darth Vader. <laughs> like, yeah. Darth Vader is nostalgic for you because you're connected to him, but... Like yeah. yes, oh, you know, Rubens Alex Rubens who we've had on our show he does he has a great bit where he's like everyone always gets so mad about Star Killer base and his response is always the same which is yeah because we stopped making tanks after World War Two <laughs> yeah like it just makes sense to keep making the same kind of things that's yes, but but how bigger. cultures yeah. work
2: yes yeah yeah I,
0: I was also struck by just this idea of thinking about. I mean, this is what gets me into trouble. Is I start thinking Mm -hmm. about what happens the other movies. I like to figure out structurally what the what the story could do. Because like I'm trying, like my writer brain is trying to solve the problems that are created, not problems, but uh, the paths that we need to walk down. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I I'm thinking about the end of Revenge of the Sith, which is this powerful climax of battle Mm -hmm. between master and apprentice, and just the like. A tragic Shakespearean ending to this story, right? right? Watching our heroes fall, right? Watching our heroes be redeemed. Right. We've had we've had heroes be redeemed, but I don't necessarily think. While Luke is victorious in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. he has a very somber end to his story. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he. His father is redeemed, in my opinion, only in his eyes. Mm. N- yeah, Vader. Vader, I say, say, like least common denominator is saving your son from being electrocuted to death. Like, <laughs> good job, Darth, you did it. Doesn't change the Took fact. Took you a while. Took but you. You, a did while. It. you got it done, buddy. You saved your fr- you saved your son yeah, while he's yeah. being murdered. And then Luke has this poignant moment saying goodbye to his father. The rebellion is victorious, but Luke yeah. leaves. I think Luke leaves that. It's complicated.
2: It's very right. it's very complicated, and here's something. I In 1983, when I see the movie in the theater, up until uh, a couple years ago, here's something I never really stopped to think about. And it's not that it hadn't been addressed. I just hadn't stopped to think about it. No one else knew. You just said it. Luke's going around, Hey,
1: uh, don't worry, Vader's good. He's good? What are you talking about? Uh,
2: He's getting just, electrocuted. Well, it's the same
1: thing that yeah. we constantly say in regards to Nine, where it's like, you know, a lot of people think that... Kylo's is gonna be redeemed, and right, not that there's gonna, anything like, wrong that like with, that? with that. It's yeah. I and that Ray and Kylo are gonna run off bone? together, holding hands and skipping space, space bone. together, and um, and we constantly are going. In what world is all of a sudden Ray gonna show up with Kylo at the it's base my buddy and, ben. and be like, "Yo, this is Ben. <laughs> you knew his dad Han. He murdered you knew him. his mom Leia. <laughs> but it's cool. You he knew was... that like planet that blew up, <laughs> and like <laughs> that thing. Yeah. But like, dudes."
0: Remember, like, with, when we were I on think Crate? he's good. Remember when we were on Crate and there was, like, ten of us left and they kept <laughs> funneling yeah. us with blasters? It's yeah. all good. He was just, like, yeah. you have to understand, he was really, really yeah. conflicted. Yeah, and, like,
1: and then Poe's like, yeah, dude, like, it's all good. It's all water under the, <laughs> the bridge. Like, I, you know, you killed my buddy, S- <laughs> Give Taka me some dap, bro. And, like... like, you know, you held, you beat me up. You did some of this to me. It was, it's, it's all good. It's, and it's, then yep, Finn's like, yep. yeah, dude, come on. Let's hang out. This is my girl, Rose. <laughs> yeah. Like... Sorry about Cage. Was that me? But it's like in, in what world? And it's the yeah. same thing with Jedi. That it's like Luke was just gonna be like, "Oh yeah, don't trip." It's yeah, all good. and it turns out, guess
2: what? He didn't. He couldn't. He had to keep it, to sit on his hat. He's the only one, mind you. They're like, "Why does anyone know why Luke is just staring off into the forest?" He's smiling at trees, yeah. and he's looking at the what the vision. And then we find out in Bloodline that that's the reveal. That's when the galaxy learns. Oh, the, you know, we might have heard something about. Luke, I don't know, but Leia, the one running for office, oh, it turns out your dad was the guy who tried to kill us all. Well,
1: meanwhile, Leia's getting screwed by this news. Right. You know, and at the same time, she's probably not happy about it. No, it wasn't. No, absolutely not. And what kind of tension did that build between Luke and Leia? Well, uh, by the, well, yeah, Forgive but, me, I clearly haven't read the book. No, no, yet.
2: no, no, but here, but, here, but there's an excellent point. Luke was already gone by this point, but Luke was gone with Ben, and she does communicate. I think she writes some. I don't want to say a letter, because it's not really hitting a hologram. Ben gets that word. And that's part of what's in his brain, is, wait, I, ooh, that's my grandfather? Like, that's, well, and then now you've got this guy in a gold robe and slippers, like, hey, 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 I got some stuff you probably want to know. And I think that goes back to what's going on in Nine. I think Kylo might be still on that self-discovery phase. It doesn't necessarily end with redemption, but it does end end with him maybe really committing to that dark side thing. I think we've, we know that Rey can handle
0: herself against Kylo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We know we have these Knights of Ren somewhere in the galaxy, whatever they represent. Hmm. I think that creates an interesting task. If you have like evil, evil Kylo and evil, evil Knights of Ren, I don't think it's Kylo joins Rey and fights these Knights of Ren. I think Rey has to discover something about herself that makes her powerful enough to take on this entire force. Mm -hmm. I don't like the idea, for me, personally, of Ben swapping, and I I assure, I, I there's no way Ray flips to the dark
2: side. Oh at this no, point. It was, it she was had it, her chance. It was a cool, fun idea. I definitely thought Dark Ray was interesting, but no,
1: not if at she, this she point. does. It's taking it only as a trope to trick, to flip it a little bit, to yeah, to yeah, to, yeah. to for a moment with the audience of being like, what? Yeah, and then having the reversal when it was all just a plan to get or trap or whatever. I think that. For me, the most mm.
0: powerful thing is to end Kylo's suffering. I think he's actually... A, yes. He's suffering. Yes. Yes. He's a suffering character. He's not... Listen, just because he's suffering doesn't mean that he is, like, has the ability to do good. It just means he is trying so hard to be something or just discover who he is... And have his place in the world. Unfortunately, he's chosen to do it in such a destructive way mm. that I really think, for me, the only way this I mean, I've said it to him the only way this movie ends to me, again, totally speculating responsibly, is Ray drives a saber
2: right through his gut. Yes. And he says, Thank you. That works for me. <laughs> There's a little bit of him sacrificing himself for Ray, but not, I think when people hear redemption, they think kind of what you're thinking. Where Kylo's gonna walk into the base? Oh, hey! well, it's either that or it's sort of the way that Vader sort of. was Vader, but I, and... y- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I, so I'm okay with a little bit of what you're saying is great. I got to tell you, points to you. you get some points. Right? Oh,
1: that's the fan. That's how it's going to happen. <laughs> this, this kind of, and he's uh, going to say thank you,
2: like <laughs> straight up. You know, this idea that Yoda's crushing he moons. He is, yeah. He, they're not all great ideas. It, 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 there's a clone called Luke, and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> that, I like this idea that Kylo, even though he's chosen and I think sticks with the dark side, he has been a broken. Uh, one of the things I like about him so much in The Force Awakens is you can you you kind of hear him out and go. Ky- Ben's not wrong. He had a, his father ran away. His mother shipped him out. Uh, his uncle tried to kill him. The whole
1: galaxy knows that his grandfather was this yeah, his thing. And then grandfather. meanwhile wrinkly guy you in the got Rinkley guy going like, getting the great. news that you're his great. grandfather is so and so and he's like, yo buddy Yo come here, come Why don't here you come over here.
2: It's, it's a little bit like you kind of look at it and go, yeah, 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 I understand. So there's some torment going on and that I think he's chosen and that Star Wars is about morals and your choices on, on the cusp of adulthood. That's Lucas's plan for it. So, yes, I think he's t- selected his uh, – it made his selection, but I think it could still end with some kind of peace and it might be a lightsaber through the chest.
0: Yeah, I think the peace for Kylo for me mm-hmm. is being done with the pain. Yes. Not being, not being, I've relieved myself of the darkness. I don't think, like for yeah. me, that's impossible at this point because yeah. I, I, cause I don't think if Vader lives, he goes back and plays ping pong with the rebellion. <laughs> He's like, son, go like i have to die like you don't yeah. understand <laughs> yeah. i get i get eaten by ewoks if you take me back to yeah. endor i'm a prisoner for the rest of my life just yeah. let me die yeah, yeah. on this planet let me know that i made one right choice here yes right and for me i i just like Ben, yeah, Ben could do something to save Rey or make the choice at the end to let, to some reason that he needs to make the right choice and he finally makes the right choice. I would buy that. Yeah. But I just think, for me, Kylo has to be all the way on one side in this movie. I think he always has a little part of him that's severed. But I think by this point, it's dark side Kylo. Like I I don't. It, please don't tell me another story yeah. of him struggling with
2: whether he's light or dark. But this is why I love, I love that Snoke is dead. Yes, we don't have to deal with that yes. guy. And it no. can't be Hux because Kylo tosses him like a rag doll. Yeah, I think there's going to be some infighting. There's some way, but but a lot of people. I, I'm always. I don't want to get start getting that start that fight. But a lot of people are like, ah, they didn't they didn't treat Hux seriously in eight. Did you watch Seven? Yeah. He gives one of the worst speeches, and 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 the Donald Gleason's great, but that is that is just this over the top fascist. Yeah. Th- that wasn't necessarily supposed to be taken so seriously. No, it was a joke. Yeah, and and you're supposed to look at him and go, what? On which we. That's which? the yeah. That's the point in that movie
1: where you're supposed to laugh <laughs> yeah. and go, that dude's nuts. That dude's yeah. nuts. And so in Eight, everyone's like, including. His own
2: people, P V and everyone emote. My my favorite character, Moton Kennedy, Mark Lewis Jones, Shaggy from Game of Thrones. We should have launched those fighters five bloody minutes ago. Yeah. He's Why am I working for this idiot? Boob. And and so he. But 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 there's going to be some infighting. I think that that's understandable. But that's why I love it. Kylo has to answer to one person himself, and that is that is I can't predict exactly where that goes
0: so we, we uh we talk about an improv right when i'm t- when i'm teaching improv i talk a lot about mm-hmm. high status and new low... choice new choice oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, just uh, so game of thrones <laughs> is coming out I-, I could do this all day um so uh we talk a lot about high status and low status characters and right. one thing i was taught uh at a when i was getting into improv was that high status characters are not affected by things. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're like pompous Mm -hmm. and this or that. Mm -hmm. They are not affected. Mm. Low status characters get just are constantly being so wounded Mm. by the things that are happening. Palpatine, you see a lot of moments where Palpatine is like, oh, knock it off. Mm. Leave me alone. See a lot of moments where Darth Vader's like, hey, stop it. You see a lot of moments where Hux is like, no, I'm important. Right. You see a lot of moments where Kylo's like, I'm bad. Yeah. I'm mean. I'm powerful. You see a lot of moments where Snoke is like, hey, of No. Yeah. Kylo, the, the big baddie of this movie is not affected. Yeah. Right? We do, like, Ray has empathy, but is high status because she does not give into mm-hmm, mm. that. Like, she has that moment where she internalizes, I'm nobody. Mm-hmm. And then she has the choice to make, and she goes, but it, I won't let it yeah. change my core, yeah. which is I'm good. I'm out of here. Right. You have you have let this affect you in a negative way. Kylo is low status. Yeah. Hux is low status, but in 9 I think Kylo monk, mm. and Hux remains our little...
2: Yeah.
0: and he's going to do stuff to yeah. try and weasel but we already know. If he can throw him like that, come on. What's yeah. he going to do? Plot yeah. and... no. Hux yeah. is low status little guy. Yep. For me, Kylo, what's going to make him so great is I think he knows he's made his bed at this point, and it's time to double and triple down. Yeah. So.
2: Oh, he. Yeah, yeah. But that's a great. He's made his choice. He's got to double down on it, indeed. And that—that's what a lot of uh, why he's so angry at the end of eight. It, 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 that's a great way. The high status, low status type of situation. Yeah, that. Absolutely. And Hux. Yeah. There's there's interesting stuff there. Hux has a window. He sees it in that shuttle. When when, when oh, yeah. Kylo's doing more, Hux is like, "Oh, homie's gone crazy." Yeah, this is John Lovett's wedding singer moment. <laughs> yeah, I have and I, I have a reaping chance being
1: the beneficiary. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and, that, and you see, because because Hux, yeah, Hux said that that little bit with the blaster, which Donald Gleason you know brought to the set, was great. But then I love in that thing where that's he he strikes back after being choked and going, "The supreme leader's dead." That whole scene. Now in that shuttle, Hux is like. Uh-oh, I still might have a chance. And uh, that's, that's intriguing me too, but Hux, Hux is never going to be over Kylo. Never. No, no.
0: never. The, a, a great, like, another great moment of high status, low status mm. is Kylo taking on Luke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You watch Luke just go, yeah, yeah. just not affected. Yeah. I have status over you. Yep. You, cannot, you cannot teach me. You cannot best me. You cannot get to me if I do not let you
2: yeah. get
0: to me, and Kylo struggles with that in eight and seven, Yeah. I'm really looking forward to a nine. I don't think that's going to be there. I think it's uh, yeah, like think right. Kylo's he, got
1: the keys to all unlocked doors yeah. or all locked doors. He's now
0: a, a maniac with like he knows all the codes. Yeah, yeah.
1: he's got the codes. He's I like got that the a lot. codes
0: to whatever he wants. I like it's gonna that be a lot. nuts.
2: It's kind of like Steve and I at uh, Red Robin tonight when they said
1: you had the codes. Another basket of fries. <laughs> we looked at like we knew, and we were like. We knew. <laughs> yes. And then we were like, and then we were like, but just one basket. But they still Okay,
0: we've you. talked way too much about Star Wars mythology in theory. Okay, let's ask Ken a very serious question.
1: Okay. Because
2: yeah. we're,
0: we're going to end yeah. this. We're gonna
2: Why end- did that waiter look at Steve and I and go, you guys want two? <laughs> <laughs> you said you wanted one basket, he wanted, and he, one brought, and he two. brought two. <laughs> he was like, I ain't, I ain't been around there long enough.
0: Yeah, Anyways, okay. Yeah, so sorry.
1: I saw those eyes.
0: <laughs> we talked, way- this got way too much about Star Wars. We need to, die- we need to really get what off this What are you talking track. about? This is so like, Star Wars show. The, gonna- the people
1: that are watching are like, I've waited 63 episodes and they finally did it! (laughs) Okay, so here's what we're going to do to end this episode.
0: (laughs) We're going to name characters and you're going to guess what they would have on the Red Robin menu. Okay? Okay. So, because we know you're a big, you you know a, that Red Robin I was menu. A, the
2: Northridge Red Robin, I was a big wheel down there when I was uh, worked, uh, not there, but at the mall. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm here.
0: So you name a character, you say what they get, and then we'll just go back and forth, and t- I'll, I'll call okay. it when I think we've okay. nailed it. All right, you want me to go first? Sure. Yeah. All right, so we've already mentioned him once. What do you think Max Rebo gets at the Red Robin?
2: Max Rebo... Uh, I got bad news for you. Max Rebo gets the Clucks and Fries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I say. He, he We're goes, in the
2: club. goes pretty simple. Eats him with his toes. Toes. Dips him. <laughs> that... that that nose can go right into the sauces. Do you think food.
0: while he's eating his clucks, he oh, kind of yeah, because because yeah, a, but it's all
2: the baskets of fly, yeah, fries. Yeah, because it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta cluck, you gotta fry, you gotta, <laughs> dip, you gotta <laughs> cluck, you gotta fry, you gotta dip, you gotta cluck, you gotta fry, and that's what Max Rebo's doing. But always on beat. Yeah, yeah, always on beat. Okay, all right, all right. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna, ah, Bib Fortuna, he gets one of my favorite meals, which doesn't say, the Ensenada chicken platter, uh, because he's got the teeth to bite into it, Two pat, <laughs> he gets the two chicken breasts, the little uh, pico de gao stuff on the side, uh, and he thinks it's healthy, but it doesn't do anything for <laughs> My more. kind of guy. Yeah, and then he's running down the hallway to the left. <laughs> okay. I'll be right with you in a bit. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, all right. You know so many good Star Wars characters, so I might not even know their names, okay. but I'll describe them. Sure. Uh, okay. So we're gonna go with a prequel character. Mm-hmm. You know the the weird like mechanic guy and that's on Mustafar. It's like, ooh, well, you have the mechanics Watt,
2: union. Watt Tambor of the yeah. techno union. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the
0: techno, your techno union guy. What does he get? At uh, Red
2: Robin. Uh, Watt Tambor uh, <laughs> gets the. He's the guy that orders the quesadilla. <laughs> I read robin okay. but it's off menu now but he's been going enough.
0: Oh, they're like here comes like, the robot guy. He's like, that I remembers the quesadilla. I, I, I know like... you can
2: make it. And by the way, I do this at Bubba Gump Shrimp because they took off the 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 uh like uh, uh the ceviche. And I go there I'm like, "Um, do you do the ceviche thing?" They're like, "Oh, we don't. It's not on the menu." And I'm like, "But you can make it." And I always have. <laughs> we got limes it. and yeah. lemons so that's and we got me. raw fish. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> What tambor? Okay, I like it. All right, I'm. Forgive me, I'm forgetting his name. He's on Rebels. He's like sort of the person that shows up every third or fourth episode and looks like a bike messenger with horns. Hondo. Hondo. Hondo Anaka. <laughs>
2: yes. Oh, Hondo Anaka is really annoying. He's the guy that goes into Red Robin and orders that Royal Red Robin burger, which is the one that comes with the fried egg. And he's always a bit hungover because he's a pirate. And that. Someone
1: tells me that's what, I, what Cisco yeah.
2: orders. Cisco probably (laughs) and he's got because I used to get the uh, large like mugs but it was like iced tea it was like the beer mugs and it'd be like hey Sal I need need the egg and I need the iced tea and that would be my Sunday morning at work okay yeah
0: I know he's your favorite Mm -hmm. I think he's your favorite okay he's blue yeah And he saved the day in Rogue One by calling in a Hammerhead Corvette. Admiral Raddus. Admiral Raddus is at Red Robin.
2: Yes, Admiral Raddus, voiced by by Stephen Stanton, who does Griff uh, O'Halloran. We haven't heard Griff talk much on on Resistance yet. Admiral Raddus orders, it's an odd move, the Arctic Cod and Fries. (laughs) Like the fact that like,
1: you don't even have to give a pause to think about the menu item. You know it that quick. It's in uh, the bread. And he cod. orders it
0: like this. Someone call up the Arctic cod and bottomless <laughs> he does, fries.
2: He does this to the waiter. I have an idea. Someone call up the Arctic cod and fresh and fries. Bring me extra tartar
0: sauce. Akbar is over the other end, he's just like, can I just get a freckled lemonade? A drop. And it's, someone behind
2: him's like, we're getting a message from what one. He's like, I've got tartar
0: sauce. <laughs> What if the inside of the Raddus was just a red robin? Just uh, That would have been a twist. You know there's
2: a good food court on the profundity. <laughs> you know there's a good food. Raddus loves a good food court. Ken, yeah.
0: thank you so much thank for you, coming buddy. and getting sweaty with us. I love it. I was just so happy about Star Wars. Today. I wanted yeah. to be happy about Star Wars. You could we haven't had
1: a show like this in a
2: very long time, uh, so thank good. you. I appreciate Feels it. Good. You guys are great. Uh, thanks for the fries and uh, a
1: lot of fun. Well, tell the good folks at home where they can find you.
2: Hey, there's a lot of things I do, and there's 59 different places to find me. But if you go to Twitter, follow me at KedNapsack. Or go to YouTube, Instagram under that name as well. I, I've just relaunched my Game of Thrones program called Casterly Talk coming Ooh. out, rolling out a little bit more as we get towards Season 8. I got my motivations with Ken on YouTube. Uh, Force Center. Cannot forget Force Center. It's for me, Joseph Scrimshaw, Jennifer Lando, who have been guests here before. Yes. Uh, talk about Star Wars. Four new shows every week. Podcasts. We also have a YouTube channel, too, as well. So any... content,
1: content, content, content. Are you on Patreon?
2: I am on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash files or uh, patreon.com slash Force Center, too. We, 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 it's two separate entities of my life. But, yeah, there.
0: Go support content creators that you enjoy yep with that being said guys thank you so much for tuning in we've got what one more episode before our christmas break Mm -hmm. i think so i feel like we've got one more episode before our christmas break so i guess we'll we'll see you guys next week and with that being said may the
1: force be be with with you Thanks for checking out the show, and if you liked what you saw, remember to hit subscribe. And if you're listening to us over on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. If you guys want to support the
0: show, you can check out our merchandise shop. Every order that we sell goes right back into helping us make this show. And remember, tell your friends.
2: May the force be with you.